Welcome to Making Sense of the Madness. I'm your host, Sean Morgan. Today, we are going to be interviewing Josh Reed of the Red Pill Project about his alternative theory to devolution and also a lot of breaking news topics as soon as we get back from a word from our sponsor. In early 2021, a short squeeze in silver was initiated. What does this mean? It means that individual investors can take advantage of a global supply shortage in silver, while the big banks will have to end their contracts with physical delivery of an asset that's becoming scarce to non-existent. Low supply plus high demand will cause prices to increase rapidly. The only way to take advantage of a short squeeze is to own physical silver. Call Sovereign Advisors today. They have over 27 years of experience identifying these trends. So you can maximize your return while at the same time minimize your risk. Call them today before prices go up any further. 720-605-3900. Hello, everyone. This is John Michael Chambers, the creator and founder of American Media Periscope. Did you know that annuities are a great way to protect a portion of your retirement portfolio from downside risk? And unlike CDs and money market accounts, they accumulate tax deferred and can participate in the upside of market indexes. And they are probate free and can provide an income that you can never outlive. With all the different companies, features, indexes, and benefits, which annuities do in fact offer, it can be confusing choosing which annuity is best for your unique situation. Let a company you can trust help you to select an annuity that is right for you. Call the Cleveland Insurance Group at 844-USA-2024. That's Cleveland Insurance Group at 844-USA-2024. Tell them John Michael Chambers sent you. Add an annuity to your retirement portfolio and start enjoying the many benefits that smart investors love. Cleveland Insurance Group. We are back with Josh Reed, who is a veteran who served 10 years in the U.S. Navy, witnessing firsthand the horrors of human trafficking. He founded the Red Pill Project after experience with information censorship. He's been investigating the global conspiracy for 20 years. And he's now the host of the podcast, The Daily Dose. Let's welcome Josh Reed of the Red Pill Project. Sean, how you doing? 
Doing well. Thanks for your patience there. Well, John Michael Chambers was doing his speech in the, the Reawaken America tour. He really got in-depth on devolution. Normally on Fridays, I discuss with Patel Patriots of the devolution theory. Uh, Patel couldn't make it today. And, and we were talking before the show about how you think it's interesting research. You don't necessarily subscribe to it, but you have some alternative uh, you think, you know, maybe there are some things that make sense to you, some things that don't. So let's dig into that. Yeah, no problem. So kind of clarify things. I spent 10 years in the United States military. Um, I've operated uh, in, in the context of government. I understand how all these processes work. And the theory of devolution is really interesting. And I actually, it's really, really well researched by Patel Patriot. And I uh, went through it quite a bit. And there's a lot of things that I agree with in the sense of the theory, but de devolution itself is not something that can be enacted by presidential decree or executive decree. It is something that would normally be enacted through process, which means that certain things would have to happen, and then those processes take place and allows devolution to actually occur. So it's not something that we could actually see Trump putting in a PED, for example. Um, but I, I kind of looked into it, and with a lot of things that we've been seeing coming out, a lot of the messages, a lot of the Q drops being um, having deltas that came up, and these deltas match with a lot of corresponding things that are happening from Durham to a lot of the stuff that Trump and Scavino are putting out. We started to deep dive into this and wondered that what if Trump actually did put in some type of P, presidential emergency action um, document, right, uh, where now think about this. We're in the advent of a coup, in the advent of a stolen election, if it was val validated or verified that the winner, the declared winner, would be able to come back in, that election would be able to be decertified, as well as is that term would start from the moment of notification, as well as an intemporum government would be put in place while the other government that was illegitimate at that time is removed. And I think if we start to look at it in this context, it makes a lot more sense because Trump just came out with this uh, speech at, uh, I, think, I think it was the uh, NRCC. Yeah, the NRCC. And he mentioned in it Red Wave and House of Cards. Now, this was on November 10th. Now, this is quite interesting because when you look up these um, these keywords on the boards, you see the reference to 1111 and the marker of 1111. Uh, and this is pre the pre-marker to what happens right before 11-11. And we just had Virginia. We just had New Jersey. Durr won there in the Senate seat. We had Republican seats over or Democrat seats overturned in Texas, I believe in Ohio as well. So we're seeing the precursor to a red wave. We're seeing that in places like Virginia, where they cheated in the 2020 election, they can't cheat now. There's too many eyes on the ground and there's too much of an inflow of people voting for conservative candidates that they're not going to be able to cheat. And so this was the prerequisite I think we were looking for to see that in 2022, we are going to have a massive red wave. Now, Sean, this is where it gets interesting. Let's just think that we have a massive red wave in 2022. And we take back the House and we take back the Senate and we do it on the state level as well in the majority of the states. Now, the Democrats would be crippled and they would scream foul. Projection is their number one tactic they use. They would scream foul and they would say, well, there was voter fraud. We need to investigate. Well, it would be this new Congress, this new Senate that comes in that would take over that investigation as the ones go out, which means that they would investigate absolutely the 2022 midterms. And I bet you 
guarantee you they'll also investigate the 2020 election and all the claims that happened there. And at the same time, this would be around the time in 2022, 2023, that many of these states would be finishing up their investigations and maybe even have legal action proceeding, Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, to where these things could come actually come out and decertify the election. Now, I'm curious if Youngkin over in Virginia might actually look into voter fraud and maybe in create an investigation there in Virginia because we know that there was foul play in the election in 2020 in Virginia as well. And with the amount of states that we have looking into voter fraud, the 78 uh, counties in Georgia that can't produce a image of their ballots, um, with all these indications here, we have more than enough electoral college votes to remove Joe Biden from the White House. Now, I know a lot of people have said, well, there's nothing in the Constitution that says that we can decertify election. Absolutely there is. It's called the 10th Amendment. The states have that right preserved to them and the people respectively have that right preserved to them. And so if we start looking at this, Q always said, man, that we can't tell the people, we have to show them. You have to show them how bad it is. And that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing how bad it truly is. And this yeah. has to evolve to the point where it comes to a critical mass, the red wave comes, and... There's certain inactions done by the Trump administration to put Trump back in the power once this belligerent government is basically thrown under the water and it's shown for what it is. Right. Yeah, I, I think that Patel Patriot was saying in his uh, research that perhaps uh, DNI Ratcliffe giving the intelligence to the president that there was foreign interference would be the emergency that would trigger uh, the devolution. And also, I think another thing that he used as a reference not like something uh, written in stone, but just kind of a reference was that Trump said that COVID was an attack like Pearl Harbor. Mm -hmm. So referencing that it was an act of war. So he has emergency wartime powers, uh, perhaps like, uh, like Abraham Lincoln, he suspended, uh, Lincoln habeas suspended corpus, habeas yeah. corpus, perhaps uh, Trump suspended the electoral college vote. That's another thing that uh, Patel Patriot has theorized. Uh, but I I understand where you're going here because when Patel says something like, well, Trump, you know, maybe he's just waiting for the vote totals on these audits and then he'll make a reveal that he's, you know, he's never really gone away. Um, I I tend to believe that this timeline's probably a lot longer than that uh, because, yeah, we've seen how things have gone so far that uh, with this vaccine uh, injuries that are, that are happening, you really do have to show the people how bad it is uh, right. before before they're really willing to wake up. I mean, um, today my sister told me that masks save lives. So if <laughs> someone who's college educated, uh, you know, at this stage in the game still believes that masks work, then we still have millions of people to wake up in this great awakening uh, before they would ever accept something like a, a Trump presidency again. Uh, so yeah, it might take. Uh, longer than a few weeks or months. It could take 2022 or 2023. And, it, you know, I know people in the audience right now are just kind of like going nuts. They're like, no, I'm not going to wait that long. We're losing our country. Our country's being destroyed. We can't wait that long. Well, as we talked about before the show, Josh, it's up to us. If we wanted to go faster, mm -hmm. then go out there and do something about it. Uh, we can't just wait around for someone else to save us, right? That's absolutely right. And, um, you know, it, it's a good point there. I want to talk a little bit about 
uh, Dr. Martin, who did the speech at the Health and Freedom event there, the Reawaken America. But before that, I want to just touch on what you were just saying about uh, Patel Patriot and his theory. And, and like I said, it's a good theory and it's really well researched. Um, the problem with emergency powers or even a declaration of war um, is those have to actually drive from Congress. And so this is the the system of checks and balances that we have set up. And the president cannot decree through classified or through executive order, any type of order, a, a certain power over the government. He, he can't. It's got to go through Congress. And this was actually tested with Bush, um, with the War Powers Act and so forth uh, during uh, September 11th and the Patriot Act. Now, we just got to keep that in mind moving forward. And that means that Trump would have to do something that was in his power. And it would have to do something to preserve the contingency of government. And I agree with that. And it had to be something to actually preserve America as a whole. And I look at the idea that what he would have done is set up a system to say that if a belligerent government, a coup, takes place, once this coup is out in the open and people realize it and legal actions taken, a temporary government is set up. And secondarily is the former government gets to come in as a temporary government and next a new elections are taken and a new president can come in and take power and that there's a transitional state of this. That's kind of the way I look at this kind of unfolding. And I think 2022, the midterms are dependent upon it. Now, we were just talking is that people don't want to wait to 2022. And I agree that we have to fix 2020 before we even get to 2022. But in actuality, we kind of have fixed 2020. See, the thing is, is more of us are waking up. More of us are taking part in the government. We have more Trump level patriots running for office than any time in history, more than 2018 that we can imagine, right? And so if we do have a red wave, we're going to have Trump-style patriots in Congress, in Senate, in the states, on school boards. This is what needed to happen. We are taking back our country. and We're doing it systematically, and we're doing it through time. Now, Dr. Martin talked at the Freedom and Health events, the Reawaken America Tour, and he talked about a lot of legal protocols that we can actually take up right now on these people that are perpetuating this evil on our country and on the planet. My kid keeps on getting away. But this is Dr. Fauci. This is NIH. This is NIAD, right? This is the Wuhan virus, everything that's going on. This is the bioweapon that is released on humanity. And I think one of the reasons that this bioweapon was released is, number one, it was utilized as a threat to deter Congress, center, senators, and presidents, and so forth, world leaders, from actually going up against the globalists so they could implement their new world order. And secondarily, I think it was meant to call the population, to reduce the population by a billion, two billion, or three billion people. And they probably have a systematic process over the next four to five years leading up to 2030, where the population of the world is going to be decreased, probably significantly 50 to 60% due to these rare types of viruses that they, they are specifically releasing. And these viruses they're not even viruses. It's really just gene therapy that is weaponized, which is just a bioweapon. There was no actual COVID-19, and we know this. Um, my, my team here, we have whistleblowers on our platform, the Social Red Pill. And what we found is we had directors of hospitals, Sean, coming to us and pulling reports from March 2020 to December 2020, showing the x-ray scans of lungs of supposed COVID patients. And the x-rays were showing influenza pneumonia not SARS-CoV-2 right. pneumonia so that that right there is a telltale sign that all these cases of covid during 2020 were absolute bs now he did yeah, the that, same is that why flu disappeared that year <laughs> that is exactly why the flu disappeared that year and so what happened is is well 
I think it goes towards my theory of world War of the Roses. And this is the globalists that all sit at this table. There's probably less than a thousand of them. They're all in battle against each other. They're all fighting each other. And if when we see how this all plays out, you got to remember, Trump got COVID in September right before the election. Milley committed treason on October 30th, calling China's Lee, right? And then basically getting his military officers and generals that are loyal to him to say that they would not obey the orders of the president. That's mutiny and that's treason. Oh man, he should be tried for that. But that happened right before the election. And you got to have, you got to remember, he assured General Lee that nothing would happen, that Trump would not win. Don't worry, we got this taken care of. Okay. So what did they know that we didn't know? Most likely that Trump was rendered useless as president, that nobody in the White House was going to obey any orders that Trump gave them, probably starting around October 2020. And we actually saw this with Patrick Byrne's diary when he was putting all this out there in December 2020 and January 2021. He said that basically no one in the White House was listening to Trump. No one were taking orders from Trump. And I'm, I'm sorry to say, but that's that's a coup. That is a coup right there, which means that well, what was happening during that time? Well, if we look at the War of Roses scenario, Right. Trump said something to Millie about using nuclear weapons against China. Why would he want to do that? Well, he knew that the gain of function research that had started way back 1999, 2004, 2014, 2015, the Chinese military already came out, was already doing the research on weaponizing coronaviruses. This got picked up by EcoHealth Alliance. This got picked up by uh, Fauci, who's been involved in it since the 90s because they, the NI, uh, NIAD is the one that actually patented it. Right. But so they pick it up, do the gain of function research, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. This gets sent over to China when it gets interfered with the funding in the United States by Barack Obama because of some type of lab leak, which we pertain that was uh, most likely the vaping lab leak. But anyways, it goes to China. Now, let me ask you this. You have a vet 201 in 2019. Okay, this comes after September of 2019 when the Trump's executive order on mRNA vaccines comes out. The day before that, you have the WHO's declaration that, uh, you know, we have to do something about novel coronaviruses that they could be weaponized or they could we could have a br outbreak of them in the world. Then we have, obviously, the global exercise, Event 201, that takes place. But the interesting thing about Event 201, because everything that actually happened with Event 201 that they say happened verbatim except for one thing. And that was the release of the virus. The release of the virus was supposed to be in South America, in a wet market in South America, not China. So you got to ask yourself, why did this virus get released? What, 100 yards away from the uh, Institute of Virology that actually created it? That makes no sense at all. Sabotage. Because it, there you go. It's sabotage. It was a ploy against China. It was someone trying to show the world what was going on. And I think it was an actual virus that was released right by them. Because if you remember China's reaction, they were spraying disinfectant. They were shooting people. They were dragging people through the street. People were dropping dead. I think it was the actual virus that was released right there in China. And they stopped it from spreading. Well, guess what? It leads directly back to Wuhan Institute of Virology. It leads directly back to EcoHealth Alliance, Peter Daszak, Fauci, Bill Gates, all of this. So the question is, is why would they release the virus right next to Wuhan Institute of Virology? They wouldn't. So this is either a white hat operation or this was the globalists going against China because they believed China was too powerful. Either way, China curbed this attack, okay, and then switched gears with the attack and basically 
the globalists realize, or the people who were involved in this, look at this virus being released and say, okay, I guess it's time to go. Let's go ahead and perpetuate this agenda and move forward with the virus, even though that wasn't supposed to happen for another year or so. And this is what I think that Trump's warp speed was all about. It was speeding up the globalist agenda to have them become vulnerable and make mistakes. And I think this is exactly what we saw. And this is why uh, Millie and everybody, they formed the coup on Trump in November, to steal the election, rendered him useless in the White House because they knew that he would have went and moved for emergency powers, kind of what we were just talking about before, prior to being um, the, the coup that actually happened. Now, with all this being said, what does it mean? Well, it means that the deep state which is here in the United States, the globalists, these elitists, the Davos bros, the World Economic Forum, and everybody's integrated into this Agenda 2030 protocol, right? And then China are all at war with each other. And we're seeing this unfold onto the global stage. Excuse me. You can look at this right now in Eastern Europe. You can look at this in the Middle East, and you can look at this in China. We've been saying since January of last year, you're going to see destabilization in the Middle East, and you're going to see a war break out in the uh, South China Sea. And that's exactly what we're seeing right now. We have China being forward aggressive against the United States, and you know China was never like that with the United States when Donald Trump was in office. They quivered into the corner and said, okay, we'll do exactly what you say, because they knew they were at the mercy of Donald Trump and his um, and his leadership. But so when we see that this virus is released, right, and the Democrats, the globalists, they have to move forward with it. Their virus is now done. It's dead. They can't release a virus now because it was just killed in China. So now they have to move forth and create fake deaths. And this is what we saw all throughout 2020 is actual fake deaths being created right. by dying this whole mechanism. COVID and dying with COVID are two completely different things. Yep. And they fudge the numbers at an epic scale. Um, where can people go to dig more into your theories and uh, tell us about your show schedule and the links where people can access it? That's right. Yeah. You can find us at redpills.tv or redpill redpillpodcast.tv. Either one of those works equally well, redpills.tv. And uh, I'm the host of the Daily Dose podcast, which is Monday through Thursday. And that's 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we talk a lot about all this theoretical analysis. We do the news and the events of the day, much like you guys. And we deep dive into a lot of the context of the, what we're talking about now. Well, thank you for joining, Josh. Sorry we ran out of time because of the uh, speech from John Michael Chambers, but we're going to catch you back soon. Let's wrap up with some announcements. The Reawakening America Tour, you can watch the live stream now through the 13th. That's in San Antonio, Texas. We also have November 30th. We've got a Zoom meeting where premium subscribers, if you signed up, you'll be able to ask questions to James Grunvig and Major Jeffrey Prather. So that's November 30th. And we have a new time for Making Sense of the Madness. It's 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. On Monday, we have Kimberly Fletcher from Moms for America. And up next tonight, we have Scott McKay at 7 p.m. Eastern. God bless, Patriots, and good night.